Welcome to the Better Together Podcast, supporting seniors in our local communities with your hosts, Sean Seibin and John Hughes. And now, here's Sean and John. Special thank you to our sponsor, The Arbor at Avonmere Court. For more information on The Arbor and their member care facility, call 503-856-7440. And we are live. John, how are you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm still on the top side of the grass, so I'm doing well. That's good. Uh, very very glad busy these it. days, but, uh, you know, still fighting the fight. Yeah. You uh, been able to enjoy any of this beautiful weather we finally have? Well, as you know, I live in the country on yeah. a fair amount of property. So, yes, I've enjoyed the sun, sunshine, but most of it's been doing like yard work, mowing pastures, sure. things like that. So, yep. yeah. I, uh, I, I see the pictures on Facebook. It looks like you are... Uh, Busy often. Yep. If it's not that, it's grandkids. So, yeah. Well, good, good, good. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in to the Better Together podcast. I'm your host, Sean Sybin. That is my co host, John Hughes. Uh, for those of you that are watching or listening um, uh, again, certainly appreciate it. And for everybody that's joining us for the first time, welcome. Certainly appreciate that as well. Uh, what is the Better Together podcast? It is a podcast all about supporting seniors and uh, specifically supporting seniors in our uh, local communities. Um, what we want to do is be able to shine a light and and just make oh, people, and loved ones, caregivers, anybody that has anything to do with seniors aware of the various resources, businesses, services, um, that are available to our seniors to help them uh, thrive and live their best life possible. So that is kind of the mission of the show. Well, John, there I'm are ex- a, I was going to say there are a lot of services out there that people just don't know about. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, I, I say it, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, the, the purpose is to do just that. And if we can help one family, if we can help one senior, if we can help one caregiver be more prepared and help seniors live their best life possible, then the show has served its purpose. That is yes, the whole indeed. mission and, and point behind the show. So uh, thank you for that. Um, John, I'm really excited for today's show. We've got, uh, we're going in a little different direction today. I'm really excited. We have our first international guest on the show. Um, she is Dr. Nupi Aurora. She is AKA the glitter practitioner. She's a general practitioner from Manchester, England. She's a burnout warrior. She's a coach. She's a speaker, author, and she hosts her own show live with the glitter practitioner on, uh, on Mondays at 8 PM UK time and 12 PM uh, Pacific daylight time. She's certainly passionate about helping people um, and providing whole personal, holistic, a whole person-centered care using her F-list as a holistic prescription to keep mind, body, and soul in balance. 
Um, Dr. Noopy is going to help our seniors and help us find our fizz and uh, flourish. So let's bring her on without any further ado. Oh, <laughs> there she is. Dr. Noopy, how are you today? Or I'm I guess really this evening, your time, right? This, this evening. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, what a gorgeous introduction. Seriously. Uh, you're welcome. Thank, well, you. thank you. Yeah, you bet. Thank you for taking some time with us this afternoon. Certainly appreciate it. Um, I guess let's start off. Start off by giving everybody just a little bit of background on yourself, how you came um, to get into, you know, the practice of, of general practice medicine um, in the UK and how you became to known as the glitter practitioner. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. And it's, it's, I'm so honored that I'm your first international guest, actually. Just so I'd say that again. First international guest is great. Um, so I have been a doctor, a general practitioner, um, which is a family physician for 22 years. I've been qualified for 24 years. Wow, okay. And the, so I qualified in 1998. And then there's a baseline. In my day, we had a year of house officer, very, very junior basic training. And then you chose your specialty training. And I knew from a very, very early on in my career, general practice was the thing that lit me up seriously. Because I guess I've always been curious, nosy, and we call it professional curiosity. I'm sure. digging deeper. I want to know more. I want to understand somebody's presenting problem, not just as a presenting issue but more, what's the backstory? What, what does this mean for my, this person mm -hmm. sitting in front of me in context of their life, which is very different to, let's see how we can fix this presenting problem. And I think this inherent curiosity, which is you know what we call professional curiosity has been I guess I guess it's been it's developed over the years. The lead roles that I've had in in my own partnership have been to do with safeguarding, domestic abuse, um, trauma informed care. So very person centred, and you kind of have to dig. You have you have to go there really, and not just accept the the, the surface layer. Um, and I'm a chess box, and I love people. So general practice was a very natural choice for me and okay. I think it's it's the continuity of care that I've always loved it's it's this very old-fashioned saying of cradle to grave and so you see generations grow up and oh I, I love it there's so many times in baby clinic I'd be you know I'd, I'd look after the the mummy and her sort of through pregnancy more midwife care but they were still seeing doctors and then you see you know the babies come and they grow up to toddlers it's I feel like such a granny sometimes and I'm like oh I remember you when you were a little girl right like, seriously <laughs> and these teenagers are coming in they're like yeah no I'm so cool and I'm like oh I remember you and I'm like I've got to stop doing that that's really not okay I'm so sorry <laughs> And I just love, and I, I, I'm so fond. I remember through the pandemic, you know, in, in relative to what we're talking about today, when the pandemic lifted and patients could come and see their doctor again, you know, with restrictions, 
do you know what we did a, we did a, a flu clinic and the number of people who just that contact especially of, of a more senior age and it was like dr aurora how have you been and i'm like never mind me how have you been how are the twins never mind they're a break how are you how have you coped da, da, da. and it's it's so it's a gift it's so precious i love what i do i really do um and then to give you the backstory why i'm called the glitter practitioner yes. well there's three reasons the first reason is as you can probably tell i am obsessed i think you can see it okay. yeah absolutely you can see it yep the light the light yep absolutely you can it's it's glitter <laughs> it's definitely oh, glitter it is what no it, it, it looks it looks great you wear it well yes thank you. definitely looks thank good thank you thank you um <laughs> so it it's i am i love wear and this is how i would speak to patients you know and i think patients who have never met me before they'd seen me for the first time they would say to my staff oh can you book me back in with the doctor with the glittery eye maker kind of thing Okay. And then the real reason is that light that I guess from holding space, creating understanding for somebody's health needs, helping them to truly understand their whole self, their health needs as a whole person, is mind, it's body, it's spirit in, in balance. And if one's off kilter, you often don't know, but the others will follow. Sure. And I guess my ethos, which is holistic, is understanding certain aspects because it's through this understanding and this raised awareness you've 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 completely widened your perspective of choice and once that starts happening it's magical because that's where you get to change and that's where you see transformation and i'm living proof of this through my own experience of burnout 12 years ago and i guess sharing what i've learned from burnout with my community of patients and now here with through coaching clients that magic and transformation is so possible and you know this is what lights me up and it's when i see the the light of that if somebody's inner light start to to sparkle again and they are it's this hope isn't it it's hope and it's knowing that you've been heard which is therapeutic in itself that's the glitter that's what i'm talking about and oh that never fails to light me up and you can feel that energy of transfer and people feel that they might not know what that exactly is but the number of patients young elderly oh i just oh you you bring some sparkle dr aurora with your words or this and that that in itself that's why i love what i do that's why i'm called the glitter practitioner as russ would say love it I love it. Well, you you mentioned a lot of things that I think are missing in the care that a lot of providers provide here in the states, and that's really taking the time. And John, I think I see you nodding your head, so I know, I know you're uh, you're agreeing with what I'm about to say. Is too often we're made to feel like a number. And too often we're made to feel like we aren't heard, which like you said, mm -hmm. is therapeutic in and of itself. Um, 
you know, having being somebody that's gone to therapy for 10 plus years on a, on a regular and consistent basis. Um, it's wonderful to feel heard. And I think that's, what's missing. How do we, as, as just people in general, how do we take what your what you're what you're prescribing in a sense and how do we transfer that to our everyday lives how how is that how how do you how do you recommend how do you encourage how do you have people do that so it's it goes down to basics i really simplify everything and when you are not well so when you're dealing with either physical health problems or emotional health, and very often, like I said, the balance is there. Physically, if you don't feel well, your mood drops. Your mood drops, guess what? You start to feel symptoms in your body, aches and pains, for example, fatigue through the body. It amplifies your receptors become more sensitized to this. So all of this has a knock-on effect, and it's understanding that baseline these are my health needs. What are the basics that I need to keep me in tip-top shape? And it isn't rocket science, but it's the first thing that people tend to forget. Or, or it's the first, it's it's the very first thing. It sounds so simple. Come on, just eat healthily. Okay, drink plenty of water. Yeah, I know all of that. Ah, no time. My head's too busy. This, that, the other. So you know what I say? won't swear I promise f off it's my first f on the f list holistic prescription which is all about going right enough I now will value and take ownership back of my needs because I can see and hear you might not know how to to, to handle that bit yet that will come a bit later down the list when I've done my f list but it's understanding that, okay, you know what? I get to choose. And then it's tuning into your basic needs. So with the mm-mm comes straight, it's a very powerful way of just centering yourself back. And you anchor yourself through your breath. And then I would teach somebody and grab somebody's hands and show them the breathing I'm talking about. It takes a minute, if that. There and then, somebody's learned how to center themselves how they can feel better if they're feeling anxious or confused and befuddled okay let's bring it back notice what you're feeling you don't need to step in notice it and it will pass and then you go into the physical health needs next three f's food fluids fresh air like i said it's not rocket science food eat healthily eat little and often as people get, as you get older, your appetite does drop. So you have to make adjustments for this. Eat the right foods for your body, which is fuel for it to actually function. Without it, it's not going to go properly. Simple. Fluids, plenty of hydration. Water, your body needs it to function. Dehydration is linked to chronic headaches, recurrent urinary tract infections. And these are specifically our elderly um, population, urine, urinary tract infections, common colds, things like this. And it, because the body's not well hydrated and it's not sort of fueled up properly, it's going to succumb to something that 
should and could have been sort of just you could have just flicked it off essentially with the paracetamol fluids the usual but it lingers and then somebody gets worse because their health is not as good so fluids as well doesn't mean alcohol i mean I, lo- I like a glass of wine don't get me wrong but when you're not feeling well either emotionally which will be physical as well you don't need anything else to make you feel worse and alcohol is a depressant it also negatively impairs your sleep you get a very poor um, sleep quality which isn't going to help if you're struggling with pain you've not slept guess what your pain's going to go up the roof and no it's not going to be fixed with let's just throw some more painkillers down you i don't want people to suffer but let's have a look at the tiny things that we can self can do to just keep our own self needs in balance next up is um uh, the fresh air which is exercise and again it's exercise according to your ability and according to what the joints and body can do but it is movement and it is getting out in the fresh air this really does help it releases these happy endorphin chemicals and it makes you feel better and this is the encouragement these aren't you know it's not like i keep saying none of this is rocket science but this is why it's on my holistic prescription for a reason. I'm really conscious I'm taking all this time, but the next Fs are very much fun. I'll do it quickly. Fun, doing the things you love doing, tuning back in to the things that make your heart sing, your hobbies, new hobbies, keep your mind active, depending on your age group. So again, our senior population, this bit's crucial keep the mind active you can still develop new skills and it's that encouragement the next one is friends which is about communication and connection really important um then you've got flip which is looking challenging negative beliefs and understanding okay flip your perspective and okay you choose you can choose to react you can choose to respond and it's learning that step and then you've got flow, which is being in flow and the bigger picture. Let's see what we're grateful for. What can we actually spot and feel within? Okay, this might be going on, but this is what I'm grateful for. So it's a lot of that. And then the last F, thank you for your patience, is fabulous because you already are. As you are, your vulnerability is your strength and it's learning to recognize that. And then there's a very quick three affirmations, I will, I want to, and worth it, which is take ownership and understand that. So you are in control. That's the whole beauty about this. You can get to flip this at any time. And understanding that that is your core base needs, everything else, you combine that with the science of medicine. Oh my goodness me. That's what I'm talking about when I say transformation is possible. But this has to happen as well. And it's being aware of all of this. If you, if, you're not, if you don't know it, if you're not aware that all these things are connected, how the hell are you going to maintain your boundaries? How are you going to maintain your own health needs? You can't. Right. And that's, that's how I teach and share with kids, literally, teenagers, 20s, 30s, 50s. I've done my F list with, I think the, the gentleman was in his ninth. Late 80s, actually, 
and you know I was going you know what did you used to love doing and he was telling me about reading and poetry and he was reciting poetry to me and I was like oh my gosh that's beautiful I want you to keep doing it kind of thing and it's just from it's be, these are the things it's looking after you isn't it as a human being not as a I have a problem and the problem therefore defines me it's 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 in that it's mindset and I I really like that list yeah. um I what Sean said earlier um about just being a number with you know health practitioners I, I usually phrase it a little bit different, and I've seen my endocrinologist since 1991. I still refer to him as the new guy that's getting broke in, even though at that clinic, he's the doctor that's been there the longest now. Mm -hmm. um, but he was the new guy. He replaced a retiring doctor who I was seeing mm -hmm. back then. But there's times where he's clearly in a bit more of a hurry than usual, and mm -hmm. he'll be like, okay, have a good one, and he stands up, and I'm like, sit your butt back down. I am not <laughs> one of your cattle to herd through a shoot today. You oh. take a few more minutes with me and he'll laugh and he'll do it. Um, but he also knows I usually come in with a list of questions and everything. Mm -hmm. So most of the time when he's looked at test results and other things, gone over it with me, he's mm -hmm. usually is, okay, where's your list of questions? And, yeah. you know, but I know not everybody does that with their their uh, doctors, yeah, so I, think, yeah. um, I I really like your approach. Yeah, thank you. So thank the, you. the the F list, how did that come about, and and how did and is it something? And and Russ asks a, asks a good question. Yeah, I, I definitely want to know how the F list came about I want to know so a couple of different questions how it came about what your favorite f is <laughs> and yes. I guess before I get to to my third question um yeah just how did I guess just let's, let's start there how did that how did, how did the f list come about and, and what is your favorite f no problem so how it came about was through was 12 years ago I'm, um, you know, I'm, I've just had twins. I've, um, new mum. I've not had children before. I might be a child specialist, but it doesn't mean I'm in, know the mummy stuff. Lots going on in personal life. I was returning back to, uh, practice as a partner, as a more junior partner at the time with an expectation put on myself, but nobody else but me. Oh yeah. I have to prove myself because you know, I, just because I'm a, a mum now doesn't mean I, I will, I'm just as dedicated as everybody else here who have no children and they're male. I am just as dedicated as a, as a partner, as a doctor. So it's almost this need to prove myself. And over the years, I'm ignoring all my signals in my body. I didn't sort of, I thought, well, this is normal. Push through, push through. And it took, you know, I was having headaches, sleep wasn't great, but I kind of put it down to the children, the toddlers, teething at the time or interrupted sleep because of that. But what was really happening was this internal and external, I was fading almost. Everything, normally I'm, as you can see me today, I'm full of, I'm color and I'm rainbows and sparkle and glitter. 
and it was almost like everything was getting really just faded as if it was in the attic or something like paint you know when you get like really bright pieces of paper and you leave it out in the sun and it just starts fading but it was more than fade by the time i actually recognized what the hell was going on i was like you know black and white tv and it's all grainy and that that was me i didn't recognize myself and at the height of where i was i was just beyond frazzled it was the most hideous horrific time burnout is horrible and the work you know the thing is you you think oh it's not going to happen to me no but actually it's it just creeps up on you and that that it's such a lonely disconnected devoid it's like being in a black void essentially and there's just no light anywhere right and i was literally flat out face down in what felt like just muck to be honest but there was a glimmer there was a glimmer and i recognized you know what i am so not okay i'm really not okay and i think it was at that moment where i accepted that okay i'm not all right i need help and i accepted the help that's the important bit because i think medics doctors in them in ourselves we have this superhero mentality complex thing that i will be fine and i will never get sick and uh rubbish we're all human beings right. we're all human beings with the same baseline needs and if you can't look after your own needs properly how the hell are you going to care for somebody else's and this is alien sometimes it has to go to burnout it has to get really bad before as a health professional you know this start you start to notice and it's a it's a lot of fear based i don't want to be i don't want to let the team down or you know what will people think and i might ruin I don't want my to let career. my patients down yes it's true mm-hmm. absolutely i can't no i can't have a rest for heaven's sake i've got clinic tomorrow you know and you push through you keep pushing through so i crashed and burned which was a blessing and i can honestly say that it sounds really weird i've just described the most painful hideous time in my life and i wouldn't change it for the world because it was from that that i allowed myself to heal and i allowed myself to be helped and supported and i followed it to the t because i was still a perfectionist back then and i thought okay i'll be the perfect patient i will follow everything i won't miss a trick here and slowly but surely i understood myself better through schema therapy through treatment and you know a few months in getting a little bit stronger it was baby steps tiny little steps actually four five months three or four months in actually starting to feel a little bit like me the light's coming back and it was almost somebody had recommended a book i read this book it was the celestine prophecy and this light bulb switch literally went on and i'm like oh my goodness me everything yes it's mind it's body it's spirit of course it is and i knew when i came back into work same practice issues haven't changed the workload hasn't changed i have i've changed my mindset essentially and that's what I brought back into practice. And as I'm talking to patients, and I knew 
okay, I'm going to share what I've learned to help people because where I've worked, mega inner city practice and very deprived. So, I mean, on the NHS, therapy services, counselling, you're kind of having to wait anyway, but psychology, the level that I was able to have, nah, you would be waiting two years for heaven's sake. So it's not that I was trying, I'm not a therapist, no. I know how to tune in and connect with people and offer advice, that's my role, right? But I tune in with my heart and listen with my heart because that's what this whole burnout really brought to the conscious for me. It was always subconscious, burnout woke it up. And that is what I brought back into practice. So I'm in clinic and I'm talking to a mum, I think it was, yes. And I'm saying, you know, it's really important very important to eat food little and often fluids you must drink plenty of water it's very good for you and fresh air is wonderful going through a couple and I literally stopped and went holy crap man all these words begin with an f I'm going to call this my f list and I was like oh my god it's the most unoriginal name but you know what all and it literally was rolling off my tongue fun flow and I'm like, it's the F-list and it's been the F-list ever since. And I've shared it with patients for about 10 years now. It bloody works. Of course it works. It's baseline human needs with a bit of magic and sparkle thrown in. Sure. Then you add in the medicine. Oh, that's where it all came from. So it's okay. essentially how what I've used to show and share with others how to understand your health needs how to reconnect and realign them for yourself and literally radiate your own inner light and you can do anything. You really can. You can change your own trajectory. And that is the magic and sparkle. And that's what I mean about the glitter. And that's why I have pivoted my career to a degree, still doing doctoring, started I've done two coaching diplomas one a life transformational life coach and one a spiritual life coach diploma done the MBSR which is mindfulness-based stress reduction and my mission is to get the F list out and I, I and this sounds really pie in the sky to as many people as possible which is what brought me to LinkedIn three months ago and that's exactly what I'm doing I guess to a, a little step by step but that's what I'm doing that's my aim that's my mission to really show the impact of what true holistic care can bring to your life. And it's not just your life, it's then your, it's the next generation. And I guess a lot of my passion comes from the safeguarding work I've done and the trauma-informed care that I've done and the domestic abuse work that I've done because it's not just one person that gets affected, it's that generational family. And you can break cycles of trauma like this. Sure. Yes, you need specialist trauma therapy I work with the here now and the present and show somebody how to understand their health and actually cope with it and actually change their responses to certain things it, it's it's I I could talk about this for hours so you know it, it's it's I just love what I do I really do and when you see people improve get better Oh, it's just amazing. It really is. Yeah. It is amazing. I, I, I would got to, I, I would think that when 
you see a patient, especially a patient that you've had in your practice for a better portion of their life, right? And they've gone through, maybe they did hit rock bottom or they have gone through some type of trauma that is, that is, caused them or led them to kind of lose that light. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you go, you go through that with them, they apply it, they come back. And over time you see that sparkle and that light and that in the glimmer from the griddle or uh, glimmer from the glitter really shine. That's got to be the most satisfying thing for you as as a Absolutely. as a medical provider. Oh, more than that, it's going. It's humanity, isn't it? Because yeah. you know, sometimes, and I say this to, to patients a lot, or used to. No conversation or consultation or or you know this chance occurrence. It's not everything. There's everything is there and it's what you see and what you make of it and too damn right if i'm in healthcare which means i've got an additional skill set here i went into this profession sounds corny sounds very cheesy it was to make a difference Mm -hmm. and i reckon now more than ever i mean i'm 48 uh, I was what thirty years ago. I joined med- medical school. I'm probably more passionate now than I was then, even, and that is saying something. You know, as somebody who's gone through burnout, the pandemic, even navigating a career change, absolutely. And I think there's just I want to share this. I want. I don't want this to just land with my you know just the community that i've worked with everybody deserves to know this and many people maybe do but what about the ones who don't the ones who you know might know a little bit but actually put all of it together well i think basically i think even the ones who do know this need reminded at times too sure absolutely absolutely you know the number of people who have said to me, oh my God, that's brilliant. <laughs> I'm like, it's a baseline needs, but it's it's more than that, actually. You, you simplify it and you put everything together and it's actually, hey, I've got this list for you. And it makes it so much more doable. And it's kind of like, okay, you might not feel like doing the fun bits and I'm it's on this prescription for a reason. Guess what? There are no side effects. You don't need to take any tablets. You are doing the stuff that you love doing. It's a win-win. It really is. And when people start to feel it, even a titch a bit better, and then they see it for themselves, it just keeps going. And then the ripple effect starts. So, you know, and that's the beauty of this. The ripple effect goes beyond, to be honest. Um, The number of patients, for example, who've come back to me and said, Oh, I gave your F list um, to my cousin who gave it to so and so. And oh my God, it's brilliant. You've got to write a book, Dr. Laura. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. And at the time, a few years back, I was like, yeah, and oh, I'll, I'll come and watch you speak, Dr. Laura. We'll all come. And 
it was a really rough area where I used to work and it was really proper gangster land to be honest but it was I loved it for that reason um and I was like yeah but you know there are so many people out there talking about health and well-being there are lots of doctors turned coaches as well how am I gonna you know what's what's different what's unique about this and my husband my amazing Al would always say to me honey (laughs) there's nobody like you there's nobody as bonkers as you know nobody has your the way you put things and the way you say this nobody has your f list and it's completely different and i guess that's where i'm at now that i i'm i'm i recognize that i I guess i i've always known the impact of this don't get me wrong but to really stand in that and go yeah i got something to share and damn well i'm going to share it full stop um yeah, I could talk about, as you can probably tell, I could talk about this for hours. All the bugs well, coming now. <laughs> it, and the it lights all, on and it's like, oh. Well, and it all it all comes back to, and I think you, you put all of those ingredients from the F list in a pot yeah. and you mix it all up and you yeah. get, you get flourish, you get, yeah. you get, you get frizzle, you get yeah. um, any other, you get fabulous. Yes, you know, you, you can add whatever F you want that is, yeah. um, you know, that's positive. And, and yeah. anybody that's that's heard you speak or that's spoken to you for more than a couple of minutes knows and can feel and um, just sense the passion that you have for what it is you do. It's contagious. And um, yeah, yeah. So Dr. Dr. Rosa asks a really good Alex. question. Yeah. What do you what do you say to older adults who think they're too yeah. old to change things? I know. Especially, oh, especially those, and I'm gonna add a caveat, especially yeah. those older adults, like my father when he was still alive, yeah. who and and many of John's patients um, and, and folks that he sees um, that are have comorbid conditions absolutely and and are you know just have all of these things multiple utis these things going on how does that f list work with them oh it works with anything and everything and it actually works when you're really you know if when you're using this with physical health problems as well don't the one thing that i think is is unique about all of this it's an add-on actually is the fact that you know as a healthcare provider as a doctor particularly nurses yes but guess what it's always oh well I'll, I'll only especially I think with an older generation there is you know that respect that you still get from like oh well do what the doctor says and it's like exactly what perhaps your nurse has said. And I'm like, I'm not really quite sure. I'm going to go and check with my nurse and see what she says about this. Mm-hmm. There's some, there is that aspect of, well, if you say so, doc, yeah, I'll do that. There's that trust. And guess what? It's sure. unconditional. And that is a privilege. And that's what I say to med students, junior doctors who kind of go through, they might have a couple of clinics with me. I'm, tr- you know, part training. And I'm like, you learn one thing from me, one thing alone. You can look this stuff up in the the, the uh, textbooks. 
you're going to rote learn it as you go along. The more you see, common things are common. But always tune in from your heart and listen from here and delve. Always want to know more. And that's genuinely what I say to people. Same for patients. Let's get curious again. And, I, and it takes, do you know what? People think it takes longer. It doesn't. When you actually explain, okay, so these medications are to do this. It's spending that little bit of time, which might take longer there and then, but guess what? That person then knows, okay, well, if I take too many of these, I'm going to get bunged up. It's going to cause me tummy ache. I'm going to need this. I'll write it down. It just, it just becomes doable. And that's, I think, I think in a nutshell, that's what I do. Make it very doable. When you're not well, when you're when you've got chronic health problems, it's scary, and it's it's you feel very vulnerable. And as you get older, you're already dealing with perhaps more chronic health problems, and maybe you're dealing with the loss of a partner or. You, you know in your bone, you might feel quite young in yourself, but your joints aren't doing what they normally do. Right. This in itself it creates fear. It creates anxiety. And I think it's being aware of that. And actually, again, it goes back down to holding space. Listen to understand and create understanding. And it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter what chronic health condition you have. The F list is the baseline needs of your physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual health. Everything else is an add-on. And yes, it's needed, don't get me wrong. But you can teach this. And people who, you know, I, I, I remember this really, really stubborn um, lady, and she was adamant she was not going to take this diabetic treatment, which she needed. And she didn't trust the, the, it was a stand-in doctor. I've known her for years and I was, um, I was like, literally, okay, so tell me what's going on, why? I, I'm curious to know why this is an issue and let me talk, let's talk about it. Because more than likely, it, it's a, a belief that they've held for so long and then you put it in a different way and it's kind of like, oh yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, Dr. Aurora told me to do this, so I am. The number of times I get their, their daughter, say their family going, oh my God, I've been telling her this for ages. She doesn't listen to me. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, the, it's true though. The responsibility has shifted to the doctor. Same as when you're a kid, right? And, you know, the doctor says to the little one, to the child, you've got no more do uh, dummies anymore, the dentist. The teeth are going to start getting impaired. You're pa as a parent... Nobody, no child doesn't listen. It's all, but the doctor said it, or the dentist said it. You're absolving your responsibility. You're sort of allowing something else to take that. So it it it, it just makes your relationship with your relative also smoother, because that's where it, all, it always starts to get fractious. Oh, dad doesn't want to do this, and he really needs to. And then the dad's going, "I'm not leaving this house. I'm not leaving." Oh. And then, you know, you have a word and you have a chat. And I'm like, look, I'm concerned. I don't want anything worse happening to you. So, you know what? Let's make it super safe for you here. I don't want you to leave either. But we do need to do something. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, I suppose you're right, Doc, yeah. And then the daughter's going, <laughs> do you know how long that's taken me? And I said, yes, because I'm the doctor. Don't worry about it. That's that's the key. I really, and or any, it's not just being the doctor. It's any healthcare profession, actually. It's like, oh, nurse told me to do it like this. And I've been told, and, you know, the number of wives I've seen who've gone, oh, my gosh, he's got it in his head. He can only have this one because that's what nurse Susan said. And I was like, you know, he's like, where did that even come from? But <laughs> it's fast. It's, and this is the thing. It's, I love people. It's understanding yeah. how people react. Yeah. Why does somebody feel that way? Why don't we try and understand from their perspective why they might feel like that, you know? And you can challenge that belief. You can help somebody through it. I don't know. It can't, that's my belief. I'm not saying that people don't do this at all. I'm sure there are plenty of people who do. Um, but that's my, I guess that's my ethos. Love it. Love it. Well, before we uh, we let you go, enjoy your evening. For those that may have missed what the F list is, quickly run through from from beginning to end, what all that is. So folks have an opportunity to, you know, write it down and, and kind no of, problem. you know, absorb it. What, what is no that problem. again? No problem. And one thing I'll just mention, I'm actually, um, every Friday I'm doing uh, live videos. Well, no, they're not live. I record them on that day and then post them. And I'm just spreading the little glitter nuggets briefly going through two F's at a time. So if you're, if you can't write them all down now, don't worry. Every Friday, I'm doing two more Fs, and I've done four so far. So there's, and you'll find them on my LinkedIn profile. So okay. do go and have a listen because it, it just embeds it. So, sure. oh, you wanted to know my favorite F. I never yes, told you. That's right. Yes. I, th I thought I was going to, I was going to say, I think I know which one it is. <laughs> Love it. I must show you actually. One sec because you'll love this. So, you know, patients who are starting on their journey and, you know, they're finding their fun bits, etc. And I always say to people like, you know, whatever it is you do, hobbies, this, bring it in. I want to see what you've done. Or take a picture and show me. And there was one young younger woman, young mum, really struggling. She she got she got it. She was taking everything that she needed to take in terms of medication for a short while but really going with the f's and she this rediscovered her um passion for cross stitching look what she made me can you see uh -huh. cross stitched uh -huh. f list that is awesome isn't yes, it, it is. i burst yeah. into tears seriously i was like oh my god i love it and then another somebody rediscovered their love for painting and it was this brought me this I love butterflies and this beautiful canvas he painted of butterflies and you know I've got Harry Potter ones been made for me <laughs> yeah this is all part of the fun bit and I keep everything I keep every card every letter everything I've got like box fulls of stuff I'm like, not surprised it's amazing it's amazing so very quickly I love it f off yeah. okay that's not being rude or offensive it is bringing you back to the here and the now right now your needs matter i get quite bossy in certain parts of it just to warn you sure okay 
Straight next to the F off is focus and breathe. Focus on your breathing, center yourself, deep breath in through the nose and then out through the mouth. All you need to do is a few cycles and you will feel the difference. And it gives you that pause time. That's what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. So you stay in respond mode and not knee-jerk reaction. Next F, food, fluids, fresh air. These are your physical health, food. If you eat crap, you're gonna feel like crap. It's really not rocket science. Eat what you need, it's fuel for your body. Fluids, not alcohol, it means plenty of water, stay hydrated. Fresh air, move your body. Even if it's just going in the fresh air, go for a walk, connect into nat with nature. It's a big wide world out there and it's looking at the, the magic around you. It's all there. Exercise comes naturally with the fresh air as well. Get your body moving. Next F, which is my next favorite after F off, is fun. Doing the things you love doing. What makes your heart sing? For me, I've I discovered that I absolutely love making Kathy's <laughs> shell wind chimes, as you do, very random. But I love making them and singing and all sorts. But this is the beauty. Everybody is unique. So what works for me is not going to work for somebody else. And that's fine. Right. Find your thing that makes your heart sing. After fun, friends, connection. Human beings are meant to be together. We are all connected by the same love, compassion, trust, the gratitude. This is what binds us as human beings. It makes us who we are. You need it. It's tuning into the energies of other people who lift you up. They're your soul group. They're the ones you want to be hanging around with not the ones who take and take and take and you might not realize it but you're damn well going to feel it that oh god that's such a pain in the neck oh man do we have to go no you don't do what's right for you not just because you think you should there's no shoulds going on here after the friends comes <laughs> sorry um flip which is all about the looking at looking what's going on and delving further for a different perspective because there always is one. Just like darkness, there's light, yin and yang. There is always a flip side. The difficulty sometimes is finding it and it's trusting yourself and having the courage to delve, but you're not doing this on your own. The whole point is you'll be supported. After the flip comes flow, which is being in flow with yourself and the bigger picture really looking at you know we're all we're all existing here and we are all beings of light and we are all connected and when you start to open your and expand your awareness and really tune into your needs and others and then the universe the big wide world that's when you can you know certain principles like you can manifest actually, but you've got to be in alignment first. These are the little things that you start, it starts to filter through. And then the last F is fabulous because you already are. No matter what's going on right now, your vulnerability is your strength. And in time, when you work, say if I'm just going through this properly with somebody, not just a quick run through, 
you'll see this, you'll find this out for yourself. And then three powerful affirmations that has to go with the F list. I will, I want to, because I'm Missy Elliott worth it. Not like L'Oreal, I don't do L'Oreal worth it, even though I love L'Oreal products, don't get me wrong. This is sassier and it's like, I'm worth bitch, yeah, worth bitch. And I actually do that with patients, seriously, I do. And they're like, oh, oh God, it. Dr. Ron, I love it. <laughs> exactly, I love it. That's, you know, you've got to have that worth it, Fantastic. which means not just, yeah. oh, yeah, I guess I'm worth it. No. Own it. Own it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Noopy, you've been um, just a breath of fresh air that I think everybody needs to have a little bit of you or a lot of you in, in their life. The, uh, the, the glitter practitioner is, I don't think there's now that I kind of know the backstory and know mm -hmm. a little bit more about you and John, um, I'm sure you'll agree. I don't know that there could be a better name for, <laughs> for you. Yeah. John, am I, am I right? No, I, I couldn't come up with a better one. And do you and, know where it comes from? No. My husband, Al, could not figure it out for ages. I was like, oh, my God, you're my husband. If you don't get it, what's everybody else going to do? So G general practitioner is GP ah. in the UK. G, instead of general practitioner, glitter, glitter practitioner, because that's it. the glitter. So that's that. Well, and you're helping, Sorry you're helping people you. of, of all ages bring, yes. bring that glitter and that sparkle. Um, and you have definitely shined a light on this podcast. You've shined a light mm -hmm. on us. So thank you so much for taking the time today. Really, really appreciate it. And oh, you're um, so welcome. definitely would love to have you back on the show um, again Anytime. at some point. Thank yeah. you. Thank you I so, so much. Honestly, I really appreciate it. And yeah, I really hope I this helps in terms of the purpose of helping who we really want to help and actually age that's why i put it on my post who says age has got anything to do with thriving and glitter i will defy that and challenge that because everybody wants a bit of glitter in their life everybody and that's what patients always used to tell me as well no matter what your age yeah, well, I'm definitely, I've got the F list written down. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be sharing, sharing that with my people. And look, you've got the name of your, of your next book, you know, yes. the F list, obviously. Yes. And yes. you, you write that, Absolutely. you incorporate your story, you incorporate yes. your years of practicing medicine and your expertise, and you've got a New York Times bestseller, international bestseller on your hands. Oh, bless you. Yeah. That's exactly my book is called. Thank you, guys. Um, my book is actually called Be You with Bells On, because when I finished with therapy and I was really much better um, at the beginning, uh, my therapist had said, so what do you do for fun? You know, what do what are your hobbies? And I remember looking at him as if he had horns sticking out of his head. And I was like, I don't do anything. What do you mean? I'll have a coffee with a friend maybe every two weeks. And he was like, OK, we can work on this. And then towards the end, I literally came in with like a four, three or four pages of I sing and I paint and I draw and I love doing this and this and this because I wanted to 
share what I'd learned about myself and shared my new hobbies and fun. Um, and when at the end, when it was like time to say, you really are done, you know, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know, but I love these chats anyway. And he said, you know, you can, t- I can't, you can tell you're, you're back. And I said, yes, I am back to me again. And I was like, that, sack that. I'm better than that. I am me with freaking bells on. And that's the title of my book because I do say that. And I say to patients, I don't accept okay for you. I value your needs. I want you to come back here when we're done, when you're going through all of this and you're literally going, oh my God, I feel like me with bells on again. That is what I want for you. And it's achievable. That's the name of my book. Be with bells on. And I haven't thought of the second book yet, but it'll be there. There'll be something. Well, we certainly appreciate you taking the time. I know it's it's late there, and thank you again. No for problem. Coming on. Sorry, I can keep chatting as well. No, yeah. I, know. We, I, I right think all of us good. It, it's understandable, but um, we do need to to wrap up. But uh, certainly appreciate it, Doctor Newby. Thank you so much, and we'll have you again. You're welcome. We'll have you back yeah. on the show again very soon. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. But. I think every doctor needs to incorporate the F list into their practice. I, I would agree. Um, one doctor I talked to a few years ago had changed his practice to where instead of seeing 30 plus patients a day, he was only seeing eight or something like that. Now, he was very candid. He doesn't make as much money doing that, but right. he gets to know the patients. A lot of what she's talking about, keep digging, keep asking, find out that backstory. And uh, I, I'm going to email him the F list as soon as uh, we're off this. That's awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I, I really enjoyed having her on and look forward to having her on um, again. So, oh, well, thank you so much for tuning in and joining us today. We hope you found the show enlightful and, and fun, a little something different. Um, and certainly, hopefully, you found the information of value. If you do, please subscribe to the show, The Better Together Podcast, um, on uh, on YouTube. And don't forget to like and share the channel as well. I believe in order for us to have better lives, better families, better communities, and provide better resources for our seniors and to our seniors, we must be better together. I've been your host, Sean Seibin. I'm a realtor licensed in the state of Oregon with EXP Realty based out of Salem, Oregon. I'm also a certified seniors real estate specialist. I cover the entire Willamette Valley. For any of your real estate needs, you can reach me at 503-569-5651 or via email at seanshawn.seibon, S-I-B-O-N at exprealty.com. Lastly, huge thanks to my co-host, my cohort, uh, John Hughes. John, tell everybody how they can get in contact with you and or Comfort Care for more information. I'm John Hughes, the owner and administrator at Comfort Care Home Care. Basically, we send caregivers to your home if you need them. Uh, you can reach us at 503-400-6637. Beautiful. Thanks again for tuning into the show. We'll see you back in two weeks on Tuesday, July 26th. Have a great rest of your day and week, everybody. Thank you. All right.